Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. This week, we're going to dive into the topic of self-sabotage. So if you're interested, stick around. So I've had the topic of self-sabotage on my list of things that I've wanted to talk about on the podcast for, gosh, at least since this summer. And um, I don't exactly remember where I it kind of came to my mind, but as I think about the topic of self-sabotage, it's so easy for women to engage in self-sabotage because... Um, you know, we're people pleasers. We are folks who don't like to ruffle feathers. We don't like to, and again, gross generalizations, but we're folks who don't want to bring attention to ourselves. Um, and recently, I uh, I had talked about it some this summer, about this big project I was doing at work. And, um, you know, I wasn't very shy about sharing my role with this initiative. Um, Though it would have been pretty easy to say, oh, it's a team effort and, you know, those sorts of things. But really, like, I worked my ass off for this project and um, was kindly and and greatly rewarded for the efforts of doing that. But self-sabotage is real. And some of that comes from a fear of abandonment or some fear of intimacy, right? Exposing yourself. Certainly trust issues play a role in in self-sabotage. And then also thinking about unrealistic expectations. If we set of goals for ourselves that are maybe a little bit uh, outside of what our comfort zone is or, or what our norm is, but high enough, you know, you should push yourself. Obviously, we all know this already. But, uh, but you know, if it's a little bit unrealistic, I want to lose fifty pounds in a month. That's pretty unrealistic, um, you know. And then I think another thing is low self esteem absolutely plays a role in self sabotage. Telling yourself that you're not good enough, that you um, are unworthy, that you know it's unnecessary, those sorts of things. So, I think that all of those things, many other things as well, but all of those things play a role and contribute to self-sabotage. So as I was thinking more about this topic, of course, I went to the Googles and looked for some uh, some supporting information. And Forbes had a great article. And if you've been around for a little while, you may notice a trend that Forbes puts out some great articles uh, that I like to use. So we're back to another Forbes article where they talked about nine um, pieces, nine uh, functions of why women self-sabotage. Okay, so we're going to run through those nine and talk a little bit about them. And some of them may ring true for you. Some of them may be things that you're like, oh, yeah, I conquered that one, right? Yay, good. Glad that you've conquered that one. And some of them may be ones where you're like, yeah, I can do better here. So, um, so follow along, friends. Let's dig into it. So the first one that they identified was thinking too small. And <clears throat> as I 
read through the summary of this one, really the biggest piece of it was, are you living up to your potential? Are you forcing yourself to fit in because it's easy, because it fits in with your life, because things um, just make sense that way? But are you selling yourself short and living up to your, or are you living up to your potential? And so I think that's something that maybe when you start thinking about those little minions in your brain who start second guessing can you do it should you do it are you good enough to do it the answer to this is yes yes and yes and you should start thinking about am i truly living up to my potential in this now i'm not saying that it's going to be easy there might be some very real time constraints money constraints you know whatever those things might be but really starting to to ask yourself are you living up to your potential another one that she identified was worry now friends i have spent my fair share of time worrying i have a lot of friends who also spend time in the worry zone and it's just part of who we are what we do it's it's our natural cycle right but a good reminder was that discomfort leads to growth. And something that she shared in her article was that constructive preparations is greater than destructive negativity. So making sure that you take some time to worry, but that it's not where you spend all of your time and energy, that you're not focusing on all the negative parts of it, and that you are allowing yourself to be constructive as you move through maybe a state of worry or a time of worry. We're going to come back to this one in my tips as well. Um, Number three was uh, misunderstanding self, and um, she talked a little bit in this section about making sure that you are owning and appreciating your accomplishments, and that's hard, right? As women, that sometimes is really hard to do. You want to give credit to everyone. Oh, it was a team effort, right? Um, or you know, I I I can't take all the credit, or um, those sorts of things. But dang it, sometimes you did that. <laughs> you tied that shoe if you know the movie you know the reference but um it's it's really important that you are understanding when it is your time your energy your place to own and appreciate your own accomplishments and allow for folks to compliment you and praise you and spend time um acknowledging the great work that you're doing rather than allowing for yourself and for others to misunderstand yourself and the work that you're putting in. To, uh, number four was dishonesty. And, um, you know, in this, she talked a lot about boundaries and saying no. Now, I'm a yes person. I'm about to head off to a conference um, where I've said yes too much, right? It, admittedly have said yes too much. I'm doing too many of the things. And um, it's a good self-reflection of um, you can't do it all, right? Reminder, you cannot do it all. There's only so many hours in the day, so much energy you can provide, right? And you have to learn how, excuse me, how to set a no boundary, right? It is okay to say no. In fact, 
you got to figure that one out. You got to figure out how to say no and trust and believe that I am looking at myself in the mirror as I as I say this one, right? But when we are dishonest with our time, with we're dishonest with our energy, we can't fully give of ourselves and um and the work that we want to do. And so, you know, I think that that is a really important one. We cannot give when we're taxed all the time. Um, And that is a component of self-sabotage, right? Is um, trying to do too much, trying to please too many people. Uh, Number five was holding back. And um, some of that is that we have to learn how to quiet our inner critic, right? We need to learn to assert ourselves. We need to go for things that we're excited about, that we're interested in, that we want to do. Um, You know, I just recently applied for a faculty position for an institute that I've already been part of once, but it was in a very different environment. And I thought, no, I should let somebody else do this. Oh, I should. No, 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 no. I had a different experience as a faculty member than so many other faculty members, and I wanted to do it. And so I asserted myself. We will see what comes of it. But, um, you know, I had to tell myself, if you want to do it, then doggone it, do it. And you need to be quiet in there, little Miss Critic. Inner voice, stop it, right? Just stop it. Um, Because that was holding me back. Uh, Number six was take time for reflection. And I think this one is so important. Um, You know, if you've been around for a second, you know that I'm a paper planner and I like to try and do things around gratitude and reflection. And some sometimes I'll do the word of the day, you know, one word to summarize my day. Um, And so those reflection moments are really important. Uh, sometimes I just like to ride in my car with no music, no book, no podcast on, right? And just kind of be in my own space and reflect on the things, the day, the, you know, situations, whatever those things are. But not taking time for that reflection, that is uh, a part of self-sabotage that women probably ignore the most or a lot, I should say, because uh, they're just so programmed and so busy and move from one thing to the next that there's not an opportunity to say, am I living up to my potential? Am I spending too much time worrying or am I growing and um, evolving? And, you know, am I able to tell my inner critic to be quiet? So that reflection time, whether it's a couple of minutes or, you know, a 30-minute time block. That's really important to make sure that you're building that piece into your day just so that you can reflect on whatever it is that your brain needs to reflect on. Number seven is inhibiting desires, right? And one of the things that she talked about in this in this tip or um, uh, this ways that women self-sabotage is that we don't communicate our needs. And when I read this, I thought about, um, I thought about especially like women who need to speak up more about leadership opportunities or promotional opportunities or raises or bonuses or those sorts of things. Certainly 
other areas as well, but making sure that we're embracing and communicating our needs in all aspects of our life. If you need your partner in your house to um, to, to unload the dishwasher on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday because it's a lighter day for them, then ask them that. And don't be afraid to ask them that. Um, because, you know, just like us, they probably didn't take mind reading classes in any of their education. So making sure that you're embracing that and communicating needs and not inhibiting those desires, whether they're functional desires or dream desires. <clears throat> Isolating is number eight. And she talked about creating this power web. And I really liked it because it was about having uh, personal and professional advisors and creating this space where you can lean into trusted folks who um, are there to help you with your goals, there to help you with your aspirations and your time. And I really loved it because it kind of reminded me, not the same thing, but it kind of reminded me of the hype squad that we have talked about um, multiple times throughout the, the podcast. And so creating that power web so as not to isolate yourself, so as not to get in your head and think all the um, all the ugly thoughts that your brain can do to you and think about um, and creating this cool power web of humans who are going to be there to support you and cheerlead you and provide you with that um, critical feedback that you might need to say, I don't think that was it. Or maybe you need to track your Weight Watchers points better, Michelle, right? Like all those sorts of things that are going to be really powerful and important for you. And then last, but certainly not least, and I've talked about this um, thought before, but, um, but number nine is disempowering women. And what she talks about here is that we need to make sure we're paying it forward, right? Bring the women along. I have a whole episode on um, lift as you climb, right? And talking about when you have access to power and influence, ensuring that you're paying it forward to other women who are, <coughs> excuse me, following in your footsteps or you know, not as experienced or as advanced as you. And so, uh, you know, when we don't do that, that is a form of self-sabotage because who's going to be there to support you when you're having those challenges that some women in power have, right? M many women in power have. Who's going to be there to help support you? If you don't bring the women along, if you don't empower them, then that's going to be challenging. So some of my tips for this week, um, you know, I've already started kind of alluding to some of them, but um, tip number one is to communicate your needs and do it bravely and do it boldly. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes, and, and I'm not going to do her any service, but is from Ruth Bader Ginsburg, where she talks about use your voice, even if it shakes, Right. Use your voice and be strong and passionate and bold and brave and, and communicate what you need and know that that 26, 20 seconds of bravery could open up doors that you weren't even aware of. And this goes for both professionally and personally, right? Sometimes it's really hard to ask to unload the dishwasher. I know that sounds silly, friends, but sometimes you just don't want to... Uh, inconvenience other humans. I get it. 
get it. But making sure that you're communicating your needs and doing so bravely and boldly is tip number one. Number two is to create that habit of reflection. I talked about this earlier. Make sure that it is 30 seconds or 30 minutes. It doesn't matter how long it is, but make sure that you are building in a habit of reflection, spending time focused on you, what you need to um, think about, what you need to be you in the brave and strong and high functioning, right, place and communicating when you need help and assistance and time. And you can only do that by pausing and reflecting. And maybe you need to take a day off to do that. Permission granted. Submit your time off, right? Um, Take some time to reflect, friends. Tip number three is, and I've talked about this before, and I really love this tip from I don't even know, a long time ago podcast, right? But is to schedule time to worry. If you are a worrier, schedule time to worry. <clears throat> give yourself the day, give yourself the morning, the afternoon, the car ride, whatever that is, give it your 10-minute walk that you're taking. But schedule your time to worry and then move on. Make sure you're moving on from that time. During that time, think about all the things that make you worry, all the things that could go wrong, all the people that you're going to piss off or frustrate, all the things that make you scared about the situation, right? Spend that time worrying and then move on. Make sure that you are focusing on um, the, the productive pieces of it. How can you move on? What are the steps to move on? Who do you need to engage to move on? Make sure that you are thinking about those. But remember, schedule that time to worry and then move on. And then last but not least, tip number four is to bring other women along. Make sure you are paying it forward. Something that I read in a book that I have communicated um, loudly, clearly, regularly, strongly, boldly, bravely in my work environment especially is that if I have two equally qualified candidates and one of them is a woman, I will always advocate for the woman, right? Equally qualified candidates I will always advocate for the woman. Um, that's hard to do, right, to, to equally qualify folks, but I will always advocate for the woman. I will bring other women along. I will bring other women into the conversation, bring them physically to the table to be part of the important work that we're doing. And the same thing in my personal life. I love to lift up other women. I love to engage other women in volunteer work, in uh in, in just bringing their names, right? Maybe they are a small business owner and I can help bring them business, right? All of those things. Make sure that you are helping to pay it forward, especially when you have the power, the authority, the uh, ability to bring them along. All right, friends. So this week we're talking about self-sabotage. Um, it is something that is so easy to do. We're not even recognizing that we're doing it. And so hopefully you have heard some tips that resonate with you. You have said, aha, I didn't even realize I was doing this, right? Um, and you can help to just make some minor adjustments to help um, shift and become a healthier, happier, uh, more whole you.
right? Because that's the most important. So thank you so much for tuning in again this week, for coming along and this week's affirmations. I'm done apologizing for spending time focused on me. I'm done apologizing for communicating my needs. I'm done apologizing for empowering other women and bringing them along to do amazing things out in this world. Friends, go out there, have an incredible week, do the amazing things I know you're capable of, and remember to like, follow, and share this podcast. Um, you know, screenshot this episode or one that you may be re-listening to. Make sure you're subscribed on whatever platform it is that you're listening to and help spread the word of the messages and the empowerment behind this podcast. If you're not already, make sure you're following over on the social media platforms on Instagram at, at done.apologizing over on Facebook in a groom in a group at at done apologizing um, and maybe some new ones coming soon so make sure that you tune into those so you can learn where else you can follow along and remember you're fabulous you're a badass you've got this and I'm here for you <laughs>